You are listening to Harford County Living Podcast with Rich Bennett and Sarah Coleman. If this is your first time listening, then thank you for coming. The Harford County Living Podcast is produced every month for your enjoyment and show notes are found at harfordcountyliving.com. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Harco Living and Facebook. All links are in the show notes. Now, let's join Rich, Sarah, and their special guest. I'd like to welcome everybody to the Harford County Living Podcast. Uh, this one is actually brought to you by the Joppatown Lions Club. Uh, right there in Joppatown, of course. Their website is Joppatown. That's J-O-P-P-A. T-O-W-N-E, lionsclub.org. Um, and they are a service organization. They actually, they call themselves the new Joppatown Lions Club now. Um, and they're looking for members just, you know, like all the other clubs in the area. Their focus is vision screening, diabetes research, uh, hearing, um, and helping out in the community. So uh, go to their website again, joppatownlinesclub.org, if you would like some more information. Uh, they do have a bull roast coming up April 29th. Tickets are on sale. They're on the website, $35 a ticket. And it's going to be held at Holy Spirit Church in Joppatown. Uh, before we get started with the show, which is a special show, I wanted to announce the winners of the first ever uh, Harford County Living Community Choice Awards. This uh, was something new we tried. And... We wanted you to vote, people to vote on it. Um, so we just we only had a, some categories, and anybody can go in and see what categories or add categories that they want. So uh, your favorite local radio station, uh, you decided it was 91.1 FM, WHFC, that's the college station. Uh, your favorite local salon was Sobella Hair Studios in Joppa. Uh, your favorite local landscape company. We actually had a tie between Four Seasons Nursery and Landscape Services and Lawnscape. Uh, your favorite local service organization was Jabatown Lions Club. Your favorite local 501c3, the Humane Society of Harford County. And your favorite local plumbing company is, plum, you voted as Plum Crazy. Your favorite local computer store and repair, Maryland Computer Store. Your favorite local consignment shop was Curiosity Shop and Queen Bee Shop in Havity Grace. Your favorite local farm market, Bel Air Farmer's Market. And your favorite local coffee shop was Coffee Coffee right there in the festival at Bel Air. So congratulations to all of them. We will be starting voting again uh, either in March or sometime in April. So just keep an eye out on HartfordCountyLiving.com and um, you'll be able to find out soon enough. Uh, we were fortunate enough to be invited up to the offices of our county executive. Um, so Sarah and I went up there to sit down with our county executive, Barry Glassman, and ask him a few questions. And uh, I, I tell you, I could sit there all day and just talk history, the history of Harford County with him. But um, who knows, maybe he'll find some hours in his day one day, and maybe him and I could do that along with a couple other people that I want to get on about just talking history. So enjoy the show and, um, you know, I think you'll enjoy it. 
Uh, we're here at the County Executive, Barry Glassman. First of all, I want to thank you for giving us the time to come in and do this because I know your schedule is hectic. That's all right. It's, <laughs> it's good. It's good to talk about a lot of the things we're working on. Well, and that's what I want to talk about, the progress report, because, you what, two years in office now? Right. We're a little little past two years, about okay. two and a half, but it's it's marching on. And, and the progress that you've done in the county so far is, to me, phenomenal. And I want to thank you for that, and I'm sure you probably don't hear that enough, but I'm big into the history, so I want to go there. First of all, two historical historic structures you're able to save. We did. That's... Uh, one of one, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no, I don't go ahead. You're you fine. Off you're fine. No, you're you're fine. It's one of my favorite topics too. I, <laughs> I take a lot of ribbing for it, but uh, early on, one of the the first things that we we did is uh, when we when we solved the town of Bel Air's water problem, and mm -hmm. a lot of folks didn't realize the Mount Soma and the Maryland America Water uh, sale of that farm for a um, reservoir actually solves long-term the town of Bel Air's water problem. Now, it, it wasn't a crisis, but if the town ever was going to grow or do anything, they were being cut off uh, by the Maryland Department of Environment for permits. So wow. that, that is one of the things that was left on my plate that had to get done. Um, and it wasn't necessarily popular because that is a historic farm. Right. It just happens to sit there where the water plan is at Winter's Run where it could work to be a, a, a manageable solution to this long-term water problem. Uh, but one of the things we did early on when we sold that property is that we worked uh, with the buyer and the community uh, and my departments to make sure we saved that Mount Soma barn. The county had That's actually great. owned it for over 20 years. and really never had a program to restore it or even stabilize it. So as soon as we made that sale, we, we budgeted money to stabilize it, which is being done now. It was close to collapsing. Uh, and, wow. and the old house had collapsed over time uh, just from lack of attention and vandals right. and so forth. So we're in the process of getting it stabilized. Uh, and then our historical planners are working uh, with the historical society for the next step, which will be the restoration uh, of oh, that. Great. So the, and that that goes back into the early uh, the late 1700s with the county. And the other was the uh, Gorsuch House that yes. we saved, um, affectionately known as the Blue House because <laughs> of its blue painting and. Uh, uh, that was really destined to be torn down by the Winners uh, Run Golf Club uh, for new homes, and no one seemed to want to uh, save it. And uh, one yeah, of the that night was a shock. Yeah, <laughs> it's just that uh, it's it's very expensive, and um, it, it's expensive to move them. And sometimes in, when they're in private ownership too, they've they've really fallen into so much disrepair right. that it's questionable if you can even restore it or or save it. Uh, the nice thing about being county executive is I have to sign off on demolition permits. So <laughs> that that one we did not sign for for about three months while we we're negotiating uh, a solution whether we we're going to move it, uh, disassemble it. Uh, the Harper County Historical Society uh, graciously agreed to kind of be the intermediary, so we funded it through them and, and, and paid to have it disassembled and put in trailers and moved to our agricultural site up in Dublin. So 
we were able to do that, and uh, the same Amish crew that took it down put it back together for us. It's wow. got some new parts and, and uh, some, uh, but historically we, we kept as much of the character and, and the floors and some of right. the stuff from that period Whatever as we could. could. Yeah. Uh, I, li I like to, I mentioned this, I talked about this when we dedicated it, but uh, I found an in interesting quote, and I can't, I can't remember who said it, but, you know, it, it just talks about every time an old house is either reassembled or renovated, that it is kind of brought up to the generation that restores it. So right. we've got some new stuff in there. It's wired and for fiber and, and electrical, uh, but, oh, wow. uh, but we didn't. <laughs> We didn't change much else. It's got the original windows, floors, and a lot of the other things. So it, it will stand there for a long time. It was, it was amazing to see the timbers that were used in the original construction. Mm. Uh, if you get a chance to visit it, we hope to get it open more once we get that site up. But uh, we left the flooring open so you could actually see the timbers that put this thing together. Wow. So it should stand another 200 years. That's great. Yeah. And that's what I think of a lot of the places here in the county. If you go in there and just look at the original floors and everything, it's amazing. Um, just, and the architecture. Because, prime example, Stepping Stone, when they, you look at the house up there, and we're like, why is the doors right. and everything straight across? That was their ventilation. That's the way it was exactly. done. They don't yeah. do that now. So. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the Blue House has the same setup. It has a door right. on both sides that you can open because it was actually warm the day we we dedicated it we opened both doors beautiful breeze that that came through and so part of that we're also i've directed our planning and zoning to begin the process of having a certified program we've never really had a certified historical program where we can qualify for grants uh, really? and do some other things so we're we're beefing that up a little bit as we go along wow. too i didn't realize yeah. that Are you uh Going to, into the next subject, you said putting the fiber optics and everything in there. Technology-wise, you, and I have to give you credit this, you brought, I guess you could say, the county's website and everything into the 21st century, and all I keep hearing about is the apps and everything and how much people love them. Yeah. Um, and I know where I live, a couple of people have gotten on the, uh, I think it's the, the TrackIt app or whatever, about the holes in the streets and oh, everything, yeah. you know, just unfortunately this year you didn't really have anything for the snow plow the snow tracker didn't get activated knock on wood i mean we still could have an easter blizzard we've we've seen that before but you know when yeah. i ran for office i talked about uh i, I it may have been I, I have one young son who who's now out of college but as most of us see and i've fallen victim to carrying a smartphone all the time now and looking at it probably probably too much uh but <laughs> We, we really did run on using smartphone technology to make local government more efficient right. and more responsive to the average citizen. So you don't necessarily have to go outside of your house to report something or, or follow a, a zoning matter. We're trying to make it much more transparent and, and customer service oriented. And that's, that's one of the things I'm most proud of. We're, we have, uh, I think we're up to what, seven or eight uh, apps now and it increases each uh each month as we look at different ways to do it and uh, and plus you're using youtube very well yeah. as well because you do that with the town hall meetings and everything on there right we were the first uh, administration to do that electronic town hall budget meeting which was you could tweet follow on facebook live stream yeah uh which you appreciate it it's live <laughs> stream you can follow it anywhere and it really helps families that 
you know, they can participate at the dinner table instead of trying to come exactly. to the college to a meeting. And so we're, uh, you know, I'm not a young guy, but I think I come from the generation that I'm, <laughs> I try to be as progressive with the, uh, the Internet and new technology Gotta as I can be. Times. And uh, <laughs> I think it's kind of transformed local. I know we've transformed the way we do business for local government right. uh, in Hartford County. And I think uh, it's been for, uh, really to the benefit of our, our constituents. But the other, uh, the other side of it is um, it, it, it saves us money. A lot of folks don't realize that. Yeah, you know, I do it for transparency and to help citizens, but the other side of the coin is it, it does save us money and it helps towards our, you know, our, our efforts to reduce the county budget and mm -hmm. begin to save some dollars that we can reinvest in, in our teachers, deputies, and our workforce. Uh, and that's, that's exactly what we've done with most of the money that we've saved. Right. I was going to say, because that was my next thing, and you know, the, the, something that a lot of people are happy about too is that you have that money in there now to give the teachers raises and law enforcement, uh, which to me, you know, law enforcement and fire as well, they don't get what they deserve. Um, not even just on the monetary value, but again, the thank you and all mm -hmm. that. Um, it's a lot of people look at it and they say the budget. What do you mean? And AAA bond rating again, right? Right. So, yeah. which is a good thing. Um, anything else you can tell us about the budget besides that? It's I know it's it, everything went well. Well, we are, you know, we're, we're coming out of uh, a recession when we took office, uh, close, it's getting close to three years ago, um, the county had, the debt had tripled and right. the surplus had fallen, you know, below $10, $10 million, uh, almost wow. down to $4 million. So we, we really were coming out of a tough time and most employees had not had raises for six years. So. Sure. We immediately came in to look at how much downsizing and how much restructuring we could do. Uh, and a lot of it is just cutting expenditures. And right. we have just gotten to the point where revenue is outpacing what county government is spending uh, on the expenditure side. Uh, and it's really discipline as far as not, not spending more than you take in. And we've right. kind of stuck to that plan uh, and then reinvesting in, in, in our workforce. Yeah, the other thing that's been a difficult, it was difficult early on. I had to push back, say, the Haverty Grace High School project, right. uh, cut the second phase of the Emergency Operations Center. So we, I really had to, you know, not decimate, but I really had to cut uh, the county's capital spending way back, actually lower than it's been for 20 years, really? to begin to get it back in line with what we could afford. Uh, that's not easy because folks get used to new buildings and it's yeah. it's fun to build things and and, uh, and and in some cases we need them community centers and all the all the good things but with that comes debt expense and it costs money to staff them keep them open every day uh, and so we have we've kind of just really set that aside we're doing uh, we have uh, the Havre Grace High School back on schedule uh, and hopefully we'll break ground this year and the construction will start uh, next year. Oh, that's um, good. And we have a few other things that we're concentrating on, our stormwater management goals, um, local road repair, because the state has cut local road money so severely, we're using some of our bond funding to do that. So we are just doing basics. We have the capital debt down to around $40 million a year. Uh, instead of the 200 that was spread out over time. Just for uh, the county? 
just for the county. That in school that includes schools, uh, mm. all all county debt. But um, so we we feel like we've got a good plan, and I think the triple A bond rating uh, this year we had an easy year because. Uh, one of the things I and I, I preach this to the county council and to a lot of community <laughs> groups is discipline. The fact that you set a plan and you follow it, you don't do anything squirrely like decide, oh yeah, I I think I want to build this this year, and right. we're going to do this or we're going to spend eight percent when we're only taking in three percent. We we stick to our guns pretty much. You have to. <laughs> if we're growing at three or four percent, that's what you'll see us spending uh, in the county. Uh, and we really don't go outside of that. It's it's hard sometimes to tell folks no, but we 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 stick pretty firmly to our fiscal plan, and yes. it's paid off for us. But it does require, you know, watching the books and revenue and expenditures every month to make sure we stay on track. That's great. Now, one of the other things I see in the county, and I've. Um, I did it before in the past uh, with one of the organizations I worked for, uh, Open Doors Career Center. Uh, volunteer projects seems, and I know you're big on that as well. Um, but it hasn't haven't there been some new volunteer projects that has started up since your term too? Well, we've been um, one of the things early on. Besides, I'm a policy guy, so I like you know I like <laughs> passing legislation, budgeting. And, and reforming and, and doing things with planning and zoning. And I like all those things. And uh, that's why I kind of in, enjoy this job. But early on, one of the other things we talked about is uh, giving back more to the community right. on the social side. You know, part of this thing about not building buildings, uh, we're going to get away from the bricks and mortar to building families to make sure we have a healthy Harper County. That's great. And that our families uh, are successful not only monetarily but that they also uh you know we have an addiction problem that we that we wanted to make sure that we went out into the community to help families with resources for that uh and that cuts across the grain our our opioid uh system is is prevention uh we went into our schools to try to provide education uh, there, but also little things like Project Healthy Delivery, where we have a small program that helps uh, uh, expecting moms get to a doctor if they're, it, particularly if they're, you know, at the risk of, and some of them do have opioid addictions that, mm -hmm. in fact, they're getting the right treatment or getting off uh, to make sure the babies are, are delivered and born healthy. And that's a small program we don't talk a lot about, but I've heard, uh, you know, I got to meet a young lady that we had, a, she had a successful birth and is doing well in her transition to become independent. That's great. Uh, so those are theirs. We, you know, it's parks and recreation, housing. So we have a lot of different programs that, that we do. Uh, of course, we partner with the United Way. Uh, that's one of our big uh, corporate uh, partners here in the county. And each year we have that day of service. Yes. And, well, you know, what a, if you, it, that one warms your heart when you go out and see all the volunteers from every agency you can think of, uh, even dentists, eye doctors that are there that day to provide services to folks um, on their own time. Yeah. Which, uh, uh, and we followed up also with the day of service in, in memory of Dr. King, uh, where we allow county employees to, to donate a number of hours back. Uh, and we give them a day off to go out into the community uh, oh, to serve, and that's uh, that's called our Martin Luther King Day of Service. Huh? 
Yeah, the, the project was yeah. Project Homeless Connect. Right. That that was great because yeah. I was there. I'm with the Lions Club when we were there doing the oh, eye. You were doing the eye, yeah. And I had a blast just talking to these yeah. people, and it's amazing because these homeless people come in. You wouldn't know it talking yeah. to them, and they the pride. Yeah. So much of them have so much pride, and it, it's. Okay, I got to stop there because yeah. I'm going to get choked up on that. Oh. And, and it's a good <laughs> reminder. I tell folks it's a good reminder because we are, you know, we're fairly affluent and progressive county, yet we do have pockets, whether it's, you know, in northern Harper County. I know when my first year in office, I was running up near the Deer Creek on, on my daily jog, and I saw a pickup truck there and toiletries and so forth. And I found out it was a fellow who was working. I mean, he was a carpenter and uh had a good job but he was homeless so he's parked his truck there along the creek at night to sleep and they'd go to work so even in the northern end of the county and along route 40 and some of our other areas and even here in bel-air we do have pockets of uh of poverty and and yeah. uh we have some schools that have to make sure that young people you know get a decent meal a breakfast uh uh dental care and so forth so we we have those needs we're not immune uh, to what happened over the last 10 years with the economy and the um, fact that there are, you know, there are families out there, and even in Harford County, that need, that need help. Right. Yeah, it, 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 and it's easy to overlook that. We're all so busy. Yes. We're, a lot of us are doing well, but, you know, we've got to always remember to kind of look around and, and lift. My hope is that we all lift each other up. That, that's true. And it's, um, it, to see more people get out there and volunteer would be you know, it's a big help too yeah. because, uh, and you're. I think you're seeing more people do that now. You are seeing more people volunteer and help out. Yeah, granted, there are still some that don't. Right. But you're seeing more. And do we it. have a great local business community. I mean, I, you know, I can call several different businesses and they never say no. Right. I mean, they always will donate time or money. I know Sarah's business is big on that too. They, yeah, know, yeah I do push my guys to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but it is. It's yeah. um, it's just during that, the busy that season we can't always donate time, right. but we do try to donate to, you know, different programs different, throughout yeah. there too. So it's really important. Some that uh, you live sometimes in the county it's to just technical help, or yeah. you know, it's not always money. It's just you know to help people figure right. out how to do something. Yeah. Well, sure. and a lot of people think that they think, oh, well, I ain't got the money or, or you know, to donate. Okay, well, give your time. Sometimes yeah. time is more valuable, right. yeah, th yeah, than the money. Um, good. Oh, I was just good. gonna say, if um, you know, I don't, I don't know how many people are aware of all the programs that you or the office does or has available. Is there um, a, a phone number or on the website somewhere where people can go and, you know, I I don't have money to donate or I don't have right things to donate but I do want to donate my time to teaching somebody how to write a resume or something like that yeah. they can our, our website at, at harfordcountymd.gov uh, if you go to community services it's got some great yeah. uh, resources there to uh, to click on and, and get involved okay great. Yeah. yeah there's definitely a time well I know, I know your your time is valuable you got a lot to do so I just want to I'm going to throw this question at you Put you on the spot a little bit, Goodness. but I'll give you three. I'll give you three choices. Somebody new coming to the county. I guess name three. I can't say one place because <laughs> that's putting you too. Three places as far that, you know that they should visit to. I guess to get more of what the county's about, whether it be nature, your walking, yeah. 
three places you would recommend people well, to get so into. I, so I'm a runner. One one thing I uh, that I think they they should do when they arrive here too is uh, we have some great towns. I mean, I think uh, walk the main street of Haver de Grace, Bel Air, uh, Aberdeen. Uh, there's a lot of history in each oh, of these yes. towns, but there are some great little businesses and restaurants. And I do think if, if you walk those, you get a feel. Uh, nature, uh, I, I always, you know, I think the Mom Pod Trail, which we yes. are going to connect uh, within our term and, and construct the final leg uh, of that, is really will be one of the most scenic and longest trails in the state of Maryland. So I would walk the Mom Pod in the Bel Air area when you're walking Main Street. You can walk up to the to mom pa listen i i'm from northern harper county uh i think if you go to the conowingo dam down to the fisherman's park you can see bald eagles fish yes. and one of the prettiest spots uh in the in the county and then uh rock state park the king and queen seat the deer creek uh falling branch uh some of the some of the prettiest things you can see and you know, they always talk about Maryland being America in miniature, and I always say Harper County can be Maryland in miniature. You can go and look at the water in Haver de Grace, uh, the Susquehanna River. You can go to North Hartford and go up into the King and King, Queen seat and hike. Uh, so we've got a little bit of, of both of those things, too. That's, and I think that's one of the things that people are missing out. So many people that have lived in the county all their lives don't realize all the places they can go to yeah. and just take in the beauty of it all. Yeah, and, and we started out talking about history. You know, I, I remind folks, you know, pick up something on Harper County history. What a great uh, history we have. You know, uh, the Bush Declaration was signed a year before the Declaration of yep. Independence. Uh, Lafayette marched through Harper County. We had under ground railroad spots we have some fabulous history that you can drive around and see within 30 minutes uh revolutionary civil war uh some great history to look at if people can get uh what was the book our, our, our Harford, exactly. Harford heritage by right. C. Milton Wright. Milton if Wright. anybody can find that book yep. i will read it i yep. think i've read it three times already it does, yeah. they can't put it down so. there it is yeah okay, okay. <laughs> i've got it right there so i've got a signed copy but it's uh we found that one on the internet, but it's a great resource. It but is. Really look around at the road markers and get a chance to, to take in some of the great history there. That's one of the things my daughter and I keep talking about is taking a summer and going to each historical marker. I think there's right. 52, if I'm not mistaken, in the county. county. And just visit them yeah. and, and bring it all in. But yeah. now she's That's getting a good older. Idea, she actually. Yeah. She's getting older now. She don't want to. Anything else you'd like to say before we wrap it up? No, just um, visit uh, visit us on our website uh, and stay involved. We and look at our applications and and correspond with me. Whether it's on the budget, report constituent problems. We, you know, we try to strive to do a good job every day, but we can always do better. There are things we can work on. But uh, great. Well, thank you again so much yeah. and. Uh, yeah, hopefully, I know come the rest again. of the term is going sure. to be great. All right, we'll have to come back for your second term. <laughs> right. There, there you go. <laughs> we'll see about that. <laughs>